Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we want everyone to go to heaven. So we're crying out and interceding for the salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're praying for their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. By faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, please reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And yes, Father, they'd humble themselves before you, repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And Father, you get every person to a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water. They would receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're agreeing that every demon-possessed, demonized, and captive person is being set free and all the sick are being healed from every sickness and every disease and yes Lord Jesus your people are receiving financial abundance prosperity debt cancellation of their debts a full blessing of Abraham whom God blessed in all things and Father we're agreeing right now in Jesus name but also Father we love the Jewish people so very much we want them to go to heaven too so we cry out that the blinders and scales we would be removed from their hearts and minds they would see that Jesus Christ is their Messiah Savior and Lord and would be born again from above we agree with you Father with your word we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and we also agree with your word they have eternal covenant to all the land of Canaan Father that means they get 36 times the land they have right now Father give it to them may in all these wars may they take back land and receive their full inheritance Lord Jesus and we also cry out and agree that all remaining hostages would be set free and restored to their families and Father you would use them to literally to annihilate Hamas and Hezbollah once for all Father God we thank you for it now and we agree for it in Jesus name well, also, we feel like we need to pray against things. You know, there have been a lot of prophetic voices telling us about things that we need to uh, pray against and, and uh, take a stand against. So let's do that for a few minutes. Father, we come to you in Jesus Christ's name. Father, we come to you praying against the digital currency. Father, this is from the pit of hell. It, Father, is part of the one world government leading to the mark of the beast. And Lord, we come against it right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> Excuse me. We are crying out to you, Father God, that you would send these plans of Joe Biden, the Fed, basically of the devil into confusion and derision. They would fight among themselves. They would literally find no agreement whatsoever. And we agree there will be no digital currency until after the rapture of the church and the dollar bills and cash will be strong and be able to be used until that time. And we thank you for it. 
And, Father, you've given warnings about poisoning water tables. So, Father, we cry it against it. Lord, protect the water tables. Protect the water in our wells and city water. Father, don't let anybody poison it whatsoever. If anyone tries to do it, stop them, shut them down. If necessary, kill them, Lord. Don't let them do this. Protect our food. Protect our food production plants, Father. May there be abundant harvest this year, Father, in crops, enough to feed everyone in America and send food around the world. We agree for that right now. Also, Father, we pray against any attacks against our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal, Father God. Don't let anybody take out any power stations and things like that. And, Father, we thank you that fossil fuels are a blessing, and we agree there's going to be more oil wells, more use of coal. And, Father God, you're going to turn this nation around in this next election, Father, and we're going to be energy independent again, and these works of darkness are going to be destroyed forever in Jesus' name. And also, Father, Father, we pray against any EMPs. Lord, don't let them do that, Father. Don't let any uh, terrorists bring those things forth, Father God. And we agree the 12 sleeper cells and those who have bombs who are getting ready to set them off will be stopped forever. And you would drive out of this country, Father, every person who is here illegally, especially the terrorists, the foreign soldiers, the pedophiles, Father God, the drug dealers, the sex traffickers, all those who have come to bring destruction to America will be driven out of this country, whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host. And we agree for that also, and we thank you for it. And, Father, you also know the terrible persecution against your servant Donald Trump and his family and against conservatives and against Christians. Father, we declare boldly we are your Mordecais. Father, we ask your hedge of protection about each one of us about us and everything you've blessed us with. We plead the covering and protection of the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us right now. We thank you for it right now. We declare we're the head and not the tail. We're above only and not beneath. We will receive promotions and be blessed and ever need met over this next year, Father. We thank you for it by faith. And Father, you know the Hamans. You know who they are. Those who are trying to persecute, destroy us, or even kill us, we agree they're not going to be able to do it. But just like in the book of Esther, Father, all these Hamans, as they would continue to pursue to do these evils, you would hang them in the very gallows that they've prepared for us. And we thank you for it, and we believe we receive it and to see it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I need to say there's millions of things we could pray for, but that's some of the things we should be interceding for. All right. This is the third part. We're in Revelation 15 and 16. You know, I've kind of been sharing with you. If you decide not to get saved and the rapture comes and you're left behind here, and remember there'll be a lot of religious people left because you're religious and go to church doesn't mean you're born again and have a relationship with Jesus. So don't be surprised by that. But the thing is, if you enter into the tribulation and we looked at what you can expect, we looked at the six seal judgments two weeks ago. Last week we looked at the seven and trumpet judgments and be sure you don't want to be here remember Apophis that terrible asteroid hitting off the coast of Mexico and California in 2029 Woo! do not want to be here do you okay well now here's the final judgments and we're sure these are definitely past the three and a half year mark in the tribulation this is the second half of the tribulation so you choose not to get saved somehow you've kept alive Here's what you can look forward to in the final judgments that God pours out. It begins in Revelation 15. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. 
Do you understand God's wrath is poured out upon every person who rejects Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord and is not born again from above? Let me share that riff you real quick. Didn't make it up. You know all about John 3.16, right? For God so loved the world. Well, did you read the whole chapter? How about John 3.36? He that believeth on the Son, that's Jesus Christ, hath everlasting life. That means you got it right now. Thank you, Jesus. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but here it is, but the wrath of God abideth on him. The wrath of God abides on every lost person who has refused God's love and salvation through his son Jesus and his blood atonement. Okay. So, notice all these judgments are coming from heaven. Jesus has opened the book. We saw that in Revelation chapter, I think it was either four or six. And now these judgments are being administered by angels. And God is saying, I am judging those who have, re- have refused my love. I am judging the one world government. I am judging the Antichrist and the false prophet. And here's what you can expect. Verse 2, and I saw as it was were a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast, that's the Antichrist, and over his image, remember in the middle of tribulation, they, he goes into the temple and says, I am God, and they set up an image, and you either uh, worship him and take the mark of the beast, or they try to kill you. Okay, we're in that time right now. And over his mark... And over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. Thank God some people got say, have gotten saved up to this time. Of course, they've been killed because the Antichrist wants to kill you once you don't take his mark. In fact, you can't eat or drink, okay, or, or sell or anything. And that's the way the system's going right now. You understand that, don't you? Verse 3. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, here's what they're singing in heaven, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest." And after that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues, clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. And one of the four living creatures gave unto the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever. So there's seven bowls full of the wrath of the God that's getting ready to get poured out. This is the last half of the tribulation. Let's look at it. One more verse, the first. And the temple was filled with the smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. In other words, there's no more intercession going on in heaven. God is pouring out his wrath, everyone in heaven. And if you're a saint, you'll be in heaven. We agree. God do it. Let them have it. Okay. Revelation 16. Here it is. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God upon the earth. Okay. Heaven is pouring this out on earth. This is God speaking. You understand that? God is saying, I'm doing this. Okay. Okay. 
And the first went and poured out his bowl upon the earth, and there fell a foul and painful sore upon the men who had the mark of the beast, and upon them who worshipped his image. Again, remember the first three and a half years of the tribulation, the Antichrist seems like kind of a good guy. Then he goes to the temple, they have the temple built. And says, I'm God. They put an image, and the false prophet and the Antichrist demand that you take the mark of the beast and worship the Antichrist. And again, who's indwelt by Satan. Satan's always wanted worshiped, okay? So if you don't do that, you have a hit put out on your name to kill you. Do you understand that? Okay. But you took the mark of the beast. The first bowl of wrath is you receive a foul and painful sore, and you're going to have that the rest of the tribulation until you die and go to hell. What a bad deal to go with the one world government. What a bad deal to follow the Antichrist and false prophets. You're not very smart if you do that. So that's the first bowl. Second bowl, verse 3. And the second angel poured out his bowl upon the sea, and it became like the blood of a dead man. Now listen to this. And every living soul died in the sea. You see, one of the things that they're trying to do to set up this one world government is to use climate change, which is a lie. And we can't use our fossil fuels and things like that because we're trying to save planet Earth. Well, Jesus has raptured his saints up into heaven. And to these one world government people who think they are gods and becoming gods, he decimates planet Earth. <laughs> so you go with the one world government, you know what's going to happen with the second bowl? Everything in the sea turns like blood, and every whale, fish, everything in the sea dies. You know that's going to stink, don't you? So that's God's response to climate change and the one world government. Take this, you idiots. <laughs> Do you get the point here? Everything in the sea dies. Oh, we're not done yet. Next one, third bowl. And the third angel poured out his bowl upon the rivers and fountains of waters, and they became blood. Oh, so first everything in the sea becomes like blood and dies. Now all the fountains of waters, all the streams all over the world, all over America, they become blood. Do you get the picture here? Everything's going to die there too. Verse 5, And I heard the angel of the waters say, did you know there's an angel of the waters? Wow. Notice what he says. Thou art righteous, O Lord, who art and wast and shall be because thou hast judged thus. And notice payback here. It is verse 6. For they, the one world government people, the mark of the beast people, same people that try to get you to take the vaccination, you know, those people. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. So that's the only thing left to drink. The sea is completely polluted. All the streams are polluted. All water is polluted. You drink it, you're going to die. You see, that's what God does to people who think they're gods and think they're going to take over planet Earth. Nah, God's punishing him. That's what the tribulation is all about. Number one, for the Jews to see who Jesus is and turn to him, but also God judging the Christ-rejecting people, the one world government folks. Okay. 
Verse 7, And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. So we'll be saying amen in heaven as we see this happening on planet Earth. Okay, that's the third bowl. Fourth bowl, verse 8. And the fourth angel poured out his bowl upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat, and blasphemed the name of God, who hath power over these plagues, and they repented not to give him the glory." You know, they're even talking now about some dangerous solar flares. Well, let me tell you, at the close to the end of the tribulation, when this fourth bowl is poured out, oh, there's going to be solar flares, and it's going to affect every person on planet Earth, and people are going to be cursing God, because they, number one, they took the mark of the beast, they rejected Jesus, there's no going back, you understand that, and now torment, they've already had sores, they can't drink the water, and now the sun is superheated up and they're being tormented. That's what God does with you if you reject Jesus. Do you want to get saved now? I hope so. Okay, that's just the fourth bowl. Fifth bowl, verse 10. And the fifth angel poured out his bowl upon the throne of the beast. That's the Antichrist, okay? And his kingdom was full of darkness and they gnawed their tongues for pain. So they've got the sores, all the water is now blood, the sun is scorching them in heat, and now the kingdom of darkness, wherever he set up his kingdom, total darkness. God's getting even. God has payback. Payday, someday, well, the tribulation is that time. Do you get it? What do they do? Do they repent and get right with God? No. Verse 11, and they blaspheme the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and repented not of their deeds. You understand, when you come to Jesus, you repent of your sins, you receive him as Savior and Lord, and are born again from above, and then you love and serve him with all your heart, and when you do sin, and we all mess up, you repent of your sins. So repentance and faith is the Christian life. You repent when God shows you done something wrong, you put your faith in Jesus, and then you begin to obey him and follow him. And if you mess up, you repent, you deal with it now. Okay. So that's the fifth bowl. Sixth bowl, verse 12. And the sixth angel poured out his bowl upon the great river Euphrates, okay? And its water was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared, okay? So there's going to be a great army. This is, this is the battle of Armageddon. And, and, and talk about stupid. Talk about people without understanding they're going to all gather together to fight against Jesus who's coming down at the end of the tribulation from heaven. Is that stupid? Well, you say, why would they do that? Well, number one, they've sold their souls to the devil by taking the mark of the beast. But notice what happens to help them do this evil thing. Here it is, verse 13. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon. That's the devil and of the mouth of the beast, that's Antichrist, and the mouth of the false prophet. And the false prophet's already here today. You know that, don't you? Antichrist probably is too. We just haven't identified him yet. Okay. These are the spirits of demons working miracles that go forth into the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them 
to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. So see, they've already been deceived, but now demonic spirits are released from Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophets, and they get all these soldiers to get together to come to war against Jesus and God. How stupid can you be? But that's what happens when you give your life to the devil. You become stupid. <laughs> okay, here's a good warning. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon, or literally the Valley of Megiddo. Okay, so now the final bottle is coming forth. Okay, one more bowl, right? Don't want to miss this one. Verse 17. And the seventh angel poured out his bowl upon the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, It is done. Okay, this is the last of the judgments. Three sets of judgments, seal judgments, trumpet judgments, and now the bowl of wrath judgments. But notice what happens in this one, okay? And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake. Okay, pause a minute. There's already been two catastrophic earthquakes on planet Earth, okay? One was in a certain location, another was a big general one. This is the mother of all earthquakes. Continue to listen. There was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. See, God does, you don't have to just die and go to hell to receive the wrath of God. These wicked, evil people who have chosen the Antichrist, the mark of the beast, they, they didn't go with Jesus. And yet no, many of them are religious. Remember the false prophet? Oh, they talk about God, but they don't know Jesus. They don't have the Holy Spirit. So they, they took the mark of the beast. Isn't that sad? There's religious people that are going to burn in hell because they miss Jesus Christ. They thought they could just be good and they could get to heaven. There is no being good without God. You've sinned. You have a sinful nature. Only the blood of Jesus can wash away your sins. Do you get the picture? You need Jesus Christ. You need to be washed in his blood. Repent now and give your heart to Jesus. Okay, how bad is this earthquake? I told you it was the biggest one. Here it is. And ev verse 20, every island fled away and the mountains were not found. Okay, no more islands, ever mountain. Think what kind of earthquake this must be. Is leveled down to nothing. Now, that's an earthquake. No more mountains. Islands have fled away. God is leveling everything on planet Earth. So much for climate change. And if you follow us, we'll make the Earth better. No. God says, you evil, wicked people, I'm judging you because you didn't receive me. You went with the one world system. You went with the Antichrist and the false prophet. And here's what you're getting. Total destruction on planet Earth. Good news. Good news. 
once they're out of here and we come back with Jesus and the thousand real, uh, uh, year rule of Christ with him on earth, he's going to renovate the earth with fire and it's going to be really good. And then at the end, the new heavens and the new earth comes down from God out of heaven. So you, the Christian, are get to enjoy the nice things of earth because you trusted in Jesus. You didn't depend on the one world system, which is being established right now. You understand that, don't you? Okay. Okay, well, we're not done yet. Okay, so the earthquake is so bad, it's leveled every mountain and every island has fled away. Oh, well, one more verse. We got to read it too. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. We'll describe that in a minute. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hell, for the plague was exceedingly great. Now, there's two thoughts about how heavy the talent was. I'll give you the lowball. The lowball people tell you it's between 58 and 80 pounds. Imagine a hailstone that size. The other people say, no, it's between 100 and 125 pounds. Now, how many, let's go lowball. How many 58 hell, pounds hailstones can hit you in the head without you being dead? <laughs> so only those who have hit out in these super shelters will even be alive through this one because if you have to be out doing a little shopping, okay, you're dead meat. Think of it, 58-pound or 125-pound hailstones being dropped from God out of heaven upon wicked, evil people who have taken the mark of the beast and refused God. Wow. Do you see? It's a bad deal to go with the one-world system. It's a bad deal to refuse to repent of your sins and receive Jesus and become born again from above. These are terrible, terrible judgments. Do you understand right now? Right now, the way it looks set up, the election is going to be Donald Trump versus the one world government. Good versus evil. Prayer warriors, you need to start praying right now. Do you get the picture here? The one world government is Lucifer's the head of it. He has his antichrist and false prophet. And the World Economic Forum is trying to get things set up for him. That the system will be ready when he appears on the scene. You don't want to be part of it. AI, they can make that image of the beast and it talk and cause you and make you take the mark of the beast. Do you understand that? You can say no, but then all of a sudden you're out of the financial system. You see, that's one reason the digital currency, they can control everything. Oh, you're not going to play ball with us? You don't have nothing. Remember the 2030 agenda they've got planned right now? You will own nothing and be happy. They're already planning to steal all your stuff. Good news. Christians, we're going to be out of here very soon. Our treasures are, are in heaven. They never were here on earth. And everything you've given to the kingdom of God and done for the kingdom of God, you will receive a reward in heaven, and you'll be able to enjoy that throughout all eternity. Isn't that wonderful? So church, let's get serious about sharing Jesus Christ. 
you need to understand. You need to preach and teach preachers. Genesis and Revelation. Genesis is how it all starts. Revelation is how it all ends. And this is what's going to take place very soon. But what are we looking forward to, church? The rapture of the church. Very soon, the trump's going to sound, and we're going to be caught up and be with Jesus forever. But we want everyone to go to heaven, don't we? Witness like you never have before. Pray for lost loved ones. And if you're listening to me and you don't know Jesus, Jesus as your Savior and Lord, if you're willing and ready, you can do business with Jesus and be saved right now. Pray with me. Dear God, I see it. I understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again. Lord Jesus, I repent of all my sins. Lord Jesus, I want you to come into my heart now and be my Savior and Lord. Wash me in your precious blood. I give myself to you completely, Lord Jesus, both now and forever. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. Amen. Now get into a good church, be baptized in water, receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit, and live for Jesus, because he's coming very soon. The time is short. God bless you. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.